Moncrief on News Talk. Now, uh, there is a lot of commentary uh, uh, that at the moment about how young people are emigrating in droves from this country, driven abroad by the housing crisis and the high cost of living to places like Australia. But is that strictly true? Uh, in today's Irish Independent, Aidan O'Connell thinks not. Good afternoon, Aidan. Hi, Sean. How are you? Uh, now, in your piece, you do quote the, the, the amount of Irish people uh, flooding out to uh, down under, and it, it is quite a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a high number. I got a bit of a shock, I think, as well. I think that that story of the twenty one thousand visas came out just when I was there, um. But then, as I was there, I kind of realised, God, there actually, yeah, there's a there's a lot of us here. We're very, we're easy to pick out. Yeah, so it's 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 uh twenty one thousand uh, went mm-hmm. between June uh, July twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty three. That's a fairly significant uh, number. And are they all going to this place, Kugi? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, yeah, so Kudji, they call it Kudji, Kudji and right. it's it's known as uh, as County Kudji. And it was the first place <laughs> I encountered when I got there and people were like, yeah, yeah, you're going to County Kudji. And I was like, God, it can't be that bad. Sean, like it was actually overwhelming when I got, like it was the first place I went to. I was expecting, I wanted to see like home and away, like I thought Australians everywhere. And it was just all Irish. Like I was like, have I left the stone? Like it was, it was unreal. And like you can see it straight away with the GA jerseys on. It's just covered in people, especially particularly Sydney. Sydney seems to be kind of where anyone who is moving over, that's kind of their first port of call. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just it actually is mad. And some Australians did comment to me as well along the way when we met them. They were like, God, there is a there's a lot of you here. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. And so the, they're all in this place, could you? Now, presumably there's Irish people in other parts as well. But yeah, the, the, it, it would it, from the time you spent there was it typical. To, it was it possible to kind of come up with a profile of these people, what kind of age range they had, and why were they there? I think in Sydney it, it differs. I think twenty four up definitely. I have friends like I'm twenty nine now, and a lot of people who are there they're they're kind of in their late twenties, even going into their thirties. Um, from what I kind of picked up from my time in Australia and from friends there, I have I'd say from a group of friends. At home, we've been friends since we're in secondary school. I'd say more than half have gone there. And then it's the same with college friends, things like that. And I think kind of long gone are the days where, you know, people go to Australia to make their fortune. That was kind of always what it was. So the last time you would have had a, like mass immigration like this would have been around the time of the crash. It was necessity. You know, people mm. had to get out, they had to get jobs. There was no jobs here. It's slightly different now. And don't get me wrong, there's people there and they have made their fortunes very well for themselves. And I'm not saying everyone goes over there to just have the crack. But a lot of people, it's kind of taking a break from from life at home. That's kind of what I picked up. Um, Like, it's a lot of fun. I think it's got so pressurized to live at home now. Like, even when you leave college, like when you're that young, when you're 23, 24, you're already thinking about rents, like rents are so high in Dublin. People are at you about houses. You're you're thinking so far ahead. And I think there's this pressure that maybe isn't talked about enough amongst young people. And I think they're going to Australia to kind of break away from this and kind of not having to think about it. Like as a friend put it to me, he said, it's like a J1 for people who don't want to grow up and he's 31. But he said it was just so nice to get out of Ireland, get out of that kind of rat race mentality, really. And, you know, hearing every day that prices are so high and mm. things like that. Being able to go to Sydney and just kind of take your hands off the reins a little bit. Right, okay. And like, it's not, and, and like Sydney's expensive. It's not... That's Sydney the thing, is very yeah. Expensive. Like yeah. If people, you know, people in their 20s and early 30s, say, are in Dublin and they're paying a fortune for, uh, you know, a, a room in a house or something like that. 
But it's not like you're getting for the same money. Do you get a gold plated apartment with a view of the opera house? Not necessarily. No, you probably do get more bang for your buck, 100%. And I suppose like you're near the beaches, you're near things like that. Like I have, so I'm living in Dublin currently and I'm paying the exact exact same amount of rent as a friend of mine in Melbourne. You know, she's a much nicer apartment and she's in a really cool area and things like that. But you, I'll often hear a lot of my friends say as well, like they're, it's kind of like living paycheck to paycheck. They're not exactly saving. They might have a little bit of extra money, but it's not this huge change of your circumstances when you go there um and like I would say Sydney's even a little bit more expensive in Dublin so it, that definitely as I said before like those days of going there do you know to to make this incredible love for yourself probably is it's not like that mm. anymore but I do I do think there's this sense where people are just kind of they're just exhausted I think young people by kind of living here and I've moved back up to Dublin recently and I found it again I was like oh my god I forgot how how hard it is to live here and you're constantly I was kind of like God I wouldn't mind moving to Australia for six months and just and it's even it's even jobs like I there's friends of mine who said to me that you know they've gone to Australia they're not too concerned about career progression or getting a job because it's actually quite hard to find jobs like I have a cousin there she's a dietitian and she can find a job in her in what she works in yeah um so she's working in a cafe so there's a lot of people like that too and they don't mind it they said it's nice again it's it's like this break for the mind and for, you know, mm. um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely different, but it's, yeah, it's a mad, mad country. It's mad. I'm happy I went because I always, I suppose there as well, when you're in your twenties now, people are like, well, are you going to go to Australia? It's like the thing, it's like a rite of passage before you come home and kind of settle yourself. Yeah. So but I, I, but at the same time, Aideen, could it be that like, there's a, you know, there's a generation of people going out there thinking I'll only be here for a year or two. How many yeah. immigrants historically have said I'll only be here for a year or two. But then, yeah. even though, as you say, Sydney perhaps mightn't be, you know, might be as expensive as Dublin, but from your description, even, it's a little bit better than Dublin and a little bit better is maybe all it takes. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Now, I, as you say, there's, when you talk to people, it's always like, I'll do the year, I'll do the two years, I'll do the three years. Now, I do know of a lot of people who have come back. And actually, it's something that I've noticed on social media as well and on TikTok. There's a lot more people kind of, being a bit more honest maybe about their experiences over there. Um, kind of saying the grass isn't always greener and there's, there is people coming home. But as you say, like when you go there, you know, you have the beaches, you have such good food scene, such a good nightclub scene, that kind of thing. Like, I think the thing with Australia is you can go and you can have so many, so many different types of life there. You can have the nightclub scene, you can do that. You can have the really healthy life. Um, whereas I think in Ireland, maybe people are a little bit frustrated there's only a hundred nightclubs now, I think. If you're into that kind of scene, the mm. nightlife, there's only a hundred nightclubs actually operating in Ireland at the minute. Um, so that's kind of gone. And then maybe the health thing isn't there. We're still very much a drinking culture. And it's another trend that you see people going to Australia and they kind of stay away from that. And <laughs> Sorry I for it's laughing, just, but it's not as if Australia <laughs> isn't known for a drinking culture. <laughs> that's the thing. But it, it's mad though, Sean. Like, I know, again, like so many people who've gone and they've just done a 180 on their lifestyle. Um, but I, it's it, when you are there, like I was up at 6am in the morning, like every day. And I was like, try never do that at home. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yes. Somebody's text that say stayed in Koji and the Koji Bay Hotel was just pure Irish every day. $10 steak and chips with $7 pints, then running across the road into the sea to get the bright lobster pink Irish tan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept calling that was, yeah, I kept calling that place C-U-H. And I was yeah. like, God, that's not right. And that's true. That's the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds well that sounds great though yeah yeah, yeah. really 
And there are, yeah, yeah, were you in any other parts of Australia? Yes, I did. So we went, we were in Sydney for a week and then we went up the coast. So it does, it gets a little bit different. A, a word that kept being used about Sydney, which I picked up on was, everyone's like, oh, it's a bit hectic. <laughs> and it is, it can be quite hectic down there. Um, So we went up the East Coast and we went to Brisbane, um, which is a lot quieter, very much like we're couples, or a lot of Irish there, but very much if you're kind of really kind of settling down or... Mm. You know, I think maybe you are thinking maybe of Australia as like a long-term home. Um, and we went up to Cairns and then we came back down to Melbourne. Um, not as many Irish as in, in Melbourne as there was in Sydney, but there's still obviously a large cohort of us there. Um, so we got to see all of it, which was, was amazing. And I suppose you have an idea in your head of what Australia is going to be like, and it does live up to it in a lot of ways. Um, but it was just interesting. And like I have a neighbour who has lived in... Australia, I think for the last 15 years. And he also said he noticed a shift from the time he had originally gone there. Like people went there and it was like, you went over there and you made loads of money and it was, you had to go because literally there was nothing here. Um, but he said the new kind of generation of Irish people that are going there, their wants and their needs and their desires have definitely changed. Um, so there's there's definitely a shift there. Yeah. Um, but I'd say if it keeps going, as I said, County Kudji is going to turn into an island and it'll just be all Irish people. Yeah. <laughs> And did you meet any people, though, who had settled down, who were like there for the long haul kind of thing? Yeah, I ha- yeah, we met one couple. Um, we went on a boat with Sundays and they had bought a house in Perth. Um, but again, there's kind of you will meet one or two that were like, yeah, yeah, I'd probably stay here for life. And then you meet some people who I think are still on the fence. They're kind of like, well, we've kind of set up our lives here now. We're not really ready to go yet. But then I suppose there's always that thing about home. And a lot of people will say mm. when the time comes around to have kids and things like that, that's when it kind of shifts for them. Um, and another kind of funny thing that I realized with a lot of like female people that I met, a lot of female friends, they avoid dating Australians out of fear that they will get stuck there. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I that's think, very wise. <laughs> well, I suppose what, what, what is kind of nice to me, I, like the thing with like Ireland at the minute, yeah, like it's, it's, it's high cost living, tough to live here. Yeah. But, things are not as bad as they might have been around the time of the crash, that kind of thing. Like, I think people do long-term see their futures here and they want to have their futures here um, and they want to build lives here. And I think they can see that they can. And then because of like the pandemic and things like that, that's probably another reason why so many people are gone there because say I'm 29, I would have been 24 when the pandemic started, um, 27 when I came out of it. Like there are about three years there where you can just be wild with abandon and no one really judges you. So we kind of miss that, which is why a lot of my age group are going there, yeah, I think, to kind of relive yeah. those years. Yeah. Um, but I think people, I, I think that people are going there now for a few years, see what it's like, but I think they, they're kind of coming back. That is changing. You'd always get people who are going to stay, you know, that's always, it's the, the way the Irish, like they'll make their homes there. But I just think that kind of the narrative at the minute that everyone is going and they're never going to come back. I don't think that's necessarily, that's not necessarily true from what I've picked up anyway. Yeah. And, and the, and employment, because, you know, they're leaving a country with full employment, which isn't the mm-hmm. traditional reason, you know, yeah. people were usually leaving because they couldn't make a, a crust here. So, mm-hmm. in, and in Australia, what is the employment situation? Um, It's quite difficult in the cities when you go over there first get yourself set up unless you kind of know someone um i've a lot of friends who it took them maybe three months before they got on the jobs ladder a lot of people have had to work in restaurants and cafes in the interim you know to get themselves set up a lot of teachers go there a lot of nurses um and then i think if you want to make the big money a lot of people are going to work in like the mines um mm. kind of up around perth 
kind of outsides and the outside uh, Melbourne, those kind of places. And that's kind of this idea where, you know, you work three weeks off, you get one week on, you know, that kind of thing, or it's seven days on, seven days off. Um, and there's great money to be found there. Hard, It's a hard life. And some of the stories that some of the lads who are working in them, like it's, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I this idea again of going out there and like making strides your career, it's not necessarily true you know um, mm. and I think with the working visa they're they're looking for unskilled workers so if you're you're looking to go into office jobs maybe the opportunities are not are not there but yeah. if you're looking to work you know out in building sites and things like that there, there there's definitely opportunities to be had there and, and good money to be made yeah um but it's, it's definitely changing it's definitely changed uh, Adrian, it's amazing how many people uh since we started talking uh my screen is filled up with people and nobody disagrees with you uh, uh, yeah. Really, there's an awful lot of mm-hmm. uh, a, a real widespread sense that that's uh, essentially what's going on there. Adrian, thanks yeah. a million for speaking with us today. That was uh, Adrian O'Connell there. She's a freelance journalist. That piece uh, is in today's Irish Independent. Let me read out some of those uh, uh, some of those comments. Uh, Oz has a culture to holiday, but not to live, uh, says one person. Uh, there's somebody else says the tide is uh, is turning for the Irish in Australia. My family are starting to get annoying. Uh, annoyed by the increase in drunk behaviour by Irish people and drug crime. My dad recently said the Irish are sending their worst here. Uh, uh, That's from Shreen, an Australian living and loving in Dublin. Uh, Someone who's come the other other way. Uh, In fairness, there's another text. That sounds like Australia. Back in 1999, when me and my friends went over to Sydney... Uh, for the year or two, you always bumped into someone you knew. It got to the stage that I had seen so many people one day that I pretended not to see a neighbour when I stepped into a lift. Uh, Sean, when you go to Australia, uh, you do a house share with five or six people and pay less. It's all a bit of crack and you don't mind. It's not long term. But as soon as you get home, it's no way am I sharing with a load of drunks, uh, says John. Chris says, my daughter is a doctor. And it said that others came home but had to go uh, back out again because there was no hope of being able to live in Ireland. Well, of course, uh, that's the danger. Uh, the only people making money in Australia, this is Aideen said that, uh, work in construction or the mines, uh, says Shane, who used to live in Perth. Uh, someone else says, living in Australia gives you an anonymity that you can't get in Ireland and you don't constantly get questions about every aspect of your life. You can also avoid all the wedding invitations and you have a great excuse for not going to funerals. I suppose so, but if you're listen, living in Coogee, you know, yeah, you're going to might get some of that. Uh, I work for an accounting, Anne says, I work for an accounting company here in Dublin. We're finding it so hard to recruit and retain young Irish trainee accountants in the last 12 months. They're all leaving for Australia. We have increased the starting salary by 10k this year and still find most Irish graduates are going to Sydney, etc. That's so interesting. And presumably, they're not going over there to be accountants. They're just going over there because they just need to get away for a while. But maybe it is the kind of thing, like Aideen said, maybe it's that um, they didn't have the year of madness like uh, because of the pandemic. They didn't have that year off. Uh, th- thank God, says another texter, we need to stop saying that young people are going to Oz because of the cost of living. They're out there for sun, uh, for sun and a year-long holiday. Uh, only going on for decades, says somebody else. I was there 20 years ago and it was uh, full of Irish. More come back than stay. It's nothing new. Someone else says property in Sydney is nine and a half times the average wage. So some same problem down under. In fact, it's worse. Uh, and so, finally, someone says, she's right. My two best mates are in Melbourne. They're paying more in rent than in Ireland. They spend the weekend on the booze and on the beach. I'm jealous of them. 
but they're not living real life. They'll have to enter back into the rat race of life when they get back here. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.